Welcome to another edition of the McKnight's Long-Term Care News Market Leaders Podcast, where industry experts share their insights and seeds of success are planted. I'm McKnight's Executive Editor, Jim Berklin, and I'm here with the two Executive Directors of Field Operations for Omnicare, Scott Noakes and Bert Canella. Today, we're talking about operational excellence and what exactly that means when you're looking at your pharmacy and how it can benefit facilities overall. As we're going to better learn, a pharmacy that prioritizes operational excellence is the one you want to be working with. With Scott and Bert, we have two of the best sources around to explore this topic, so we're going to get right down to it. So first of all, guys, this term operational excellence, tell me, what what does it mean to you and how does it apply? Scott, why don't you kick us off? Sure. Thanks, Jim. To me, operational excellence really starts with putting the patient first and at the center of everything you do. Um, as an organization, we measure and monitor many different operational metrics to ensure excellence, but the patient is something and someone that our team does and can really rally around. Putting a loved one's face on every prescription that we type, package, dispense really does have a powerful impact to all of our colleagues. And you can't have that consistency or that operational excellence without being consistent and reliable for your uh, your customers and facilities. Bert, what do you think about this topic? I agree with Scott with uh, putting the patient first. I mean, that's what we're always looking at. You know, our, our teams are always looking to make sure that we've got meds there on time and complete. You know, these are the, the, the metrics that we'll probably be hearing from us a lot during this conversation. Uh, you know, we want our facilities to feel that they can trust us when they send orders over to us. If, if they get those orders in there by that cutoff time that they're going to receive those orders at any length, no matter what it is uh, that we've got to go through, whether we're jumping through hoops for prior authorizations, uh, if we're sending any fax backs, uh, anything that we can do to get out there to make sure that whatever they're ordering are getting there as soon as we can get there. I was going to say, let's get down a little bit more specifically. So with, in long-term care pharmacies, why is operational excellence especially important for the facilities they serve overall? Bert, can you tell us about that? You know, for me, it comes down to having that partnership and trust, Jim. Uh, you know, the, the facilities have enough going on right now. We know that, you know, in this, this post-COVID world or, or current COVID world, whatever we want to call it at this time, there, there's a lot of staffing issues at the facilities. The last thing we want to do is have the nurses worried about whether they're getting their medications or not. You know, operational excellence, um, the importance here to me is having that faith that once they put those orders in, we receive them, they're going to be there. They don't have to worry about that. That's one less thing that the facilities have to worry about is getting those medications there on time. The med med availability issues uh, you know, that's always the one key that comes up, and, and we feel we're doing a fantastic job getting meds to our patients. Scott, you've seen much the same, haven't you? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it, <laughs> it, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, but for our facilities, pharmacy just needs to happen, right? And that's what we do in-house. Um, like Bert said, working prior authorizations, working with the prescribers, clinical drug interactions, contraindications, doing the the clinical check. All this happens behind the scenes so that the facility just has to order um, and receive the medication. Okay. I was going to say, let's dig down a little bit more. Uh, Scott, tell us a little bit, how has Omnicare achieved operational excellence? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's been done 
with a laser focus on some really important metrics. And I think Bert had mentioned on time and completion, right? So we measure at every level, you know, at the organizational level, region, district, pharmacy, even at the facility level, we can tell you the percentage of orders that leave the pharmacy on time and the percentage of orders that are on that run, right? And, and we've achieved both of those metrics. We're over 97 and a half, in some instances over 98%. And when wow. you look at that, those those two to three percent that may not make it on the as you know the respective run, those are those things that we're having to hold for a drug interaction or it could be a controlled substance that's missing a required element and we're working with a physician. In other words, it's not always a bad thing that it's not 100%. Maybe never no, should be. It, it, that's a great call out. In some cases, it's a, it's a really good thing, right? You know, if somebody's got an allergy to something, we need that clarification from the prescriber before we either dispense it or we find a therapeutic alternative. Okay, Bert. Uh, what can, more can you tell us about Omnicare achieving operational excellence? Well, you know, like like Scott had said, the, the, the laser focus that we've got, the, the ability that we can literally dig into any prescription that did not leave. So when Scott's talking about that 97 98%, uh, we can get that other 2.5% that did not go out the door, look at it, and try to figure out how we can better improve each week, literally these, these items come out every week. We can see pharmacy to pharmacy, break it down at a facility level, break it down to uh, a corporate facility level. Um, and we can dive in to say, you know, what was this? Was this a drug on drug interaction? Was it a prior authorization? Was it a non-covered medication? Is there something we can do to go to that next level where we can get to that 98, 98 and a half, 99% and make sure that we're getting those meds out to the residents. You know, it, it all goes back to having that trust in in the pharmacy and that partnership so the facilities understand that we're doing everything we can to make sure those meds are making it to the facilities on time and complete as much as we can do and dive in and dig week after week after week to increase those percentage points for us. Sure, sure. Now, an important concept or topic, should I say, embedded in there a little bit. I want to talk about employee-based drivers. Bert, what does that exactly mean to you? Yeah, Jim, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That That's something that, that we had started a um, couple, well, about 18 months ago, probably. You know, employee-based drivers, we, we've had, and, and most of the industry temps that out, right? We've got couriers at, at most of these pharmacies. And and we took a step back and, and thought about it. And those are the people that are representing our pharmacy every single day. You know, we thought it would be very um, fruitful for us, for the facilities to have consistency within the buildings, to have a little bit more finer tuning in who we are sending to these facilities. Uh, you know, during COVID, you know, we, we had facilities that we, we couldn't even walk into the doors at, at times, right? Uh, and and we had to deal with courier issues um, throughout everywhere. There, there, there were issues with, with staffing with the couriers, uh, issues with not having consistency with these couriers. It just kind of fine tunes having our own employees that we know that we've gone through the proper channels. They've been properly trained. Uh, they understand how to exchange the medications if we've got any uh, emergency drug kits that have to be exchanged, uh, IV kits, what have you. They understand what we're doing and have a better concept of 
our operations than a courier would. And we've seen it pay out and we can probably get into that a little bit more. Maybe I won't steal some of Scott's thunder and we'll we'll pass it over to Scott. Well, I was gonna, I was going to say Scott, I find it's interesting that Omnicare no no question, a huge company, and yet what I'm hearing is this is personalized touch, really what Bert was talking about. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really exciting in it and I look at it as a, a real game changer for our organization. It started really just by getting the feedback from our customers, right? We survey our customers multiple times a year. And one of the common themes that we saw on those surveys were comments relating to our delivery services. So we stepped back and said, how can we better better handle that and better deliver to our facilities, um, which really started the path of going down this employee-based driver route. And I think Bert touched on a little bit. What's really exciting is we're hiring these individuals, right? So we're interviewing them. We are hiring them with the, the competencies, the core values that are important to us as an organization. And the, the early results have been extremely favorable. Okay. Now, I was going to say, Scott, you know, all this is a significant investment. You know, what prompted Omnicare to do this and, and why now? Was it some sort of surveying or customer f- feedback? Yeah, no, you're spot on. It was uh, it was our customers telling us and us listening to them. And that's, you know, we had talked about on time and completion percentage. When we rolled that out and really took that laser focus on those two metrics, that was a direct result of hearing from our customers. And, you know, in terms of timeline, why now? I would say we probably would have done it sooner if it wasn't for the chip shortage um, we had a really difficult time getting vehicles. And as you can imagine, you know, I believe we had to order, I want to say it was 1,900 vehicles across the country in order to roll this out. Um, so there was definitely a little bit of lead time. And uh, in some instances, we've been able to expedite our timeline because some of the vehicles have started shipping and got in a little bit earlier than we had expected. Well, I can tell you personally that it, there's no question that had to be a big impact. I remember going to a local dealer friend I had, and they were selling cars and giving them one key. You know, they said, hey, we'll get back seriously in, in six months or something like that. So very interesting about the investment angle on that. Now, Bert, I want to go to you. How are you seeing all of this impact your customers in the area of operations and, and beyond? Well, it's, it's been absolutely fantastic, Jim. We did a pilot in, in the Midwest uh, but we started the big rollout on the on the West Coast and kind of came over. Uh, so I probably got a little bit more feedback from our customers during the past two surveys. And, and as Scott mentioned, the surveys are the reason why we, we really dove into this and, and thought this would be a great idea. And what we've seen with our past two-quarter um, satisfaction surveys is where we scored very low with our couriers overall with our customers the, 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 the statement isn't with couriers now, it's with your delivery system. Uh, and and our, our scores have literally skyrocketed through. Uh, we were maybe at a, a 50% prior to this. And I wanna say my region, since we've been doing this a little bit longer, we're sitting at almost an 80% satisfaction on overall delivery services from our customers, which is huge. Because when we take these surveys, it's on a five point scale, we only take the top two. So it's gotta be 80% or better uh, that that they feel that we're doing that good a job for them. And it, it's made a significant impact. Not only have we seen that, but we've gotten you know a, a multitude 
of comments that came back saying how happy they were that we went with this employee-based driver. You know, like Scott says, it's huge investment, not only with the vehicles, but with the people. I mean, we've got some of these pharmacies, these hub pharmacies that, that service our customers. We had to hire 50 plus people in some of these buildings. I mean, overall, I can't remember what the exact number was, but we've hired hundreds and hundreds of, of new drivers. Uh, and it was a pretty monumental task. And I think it, it's paid off. You know, we knew it was going to be a hard lift. Uh, but it was a lift worth taking for us. So I think it, it's been great for, for the organization. All right. Now, Scott, as Bert said, you've been at it maybe just a little bit less in your region or whatever. Uh, did it fulfill what you were hearing? And you're saying, no, this really can't be. And what's your experience been? Yeah, no, Bert led the way out in his uh, his half of the country, but we're seeing the exact same thing. And I'll tell you, with each each phase rollout, the, the program gets better and gets stronger. Um, and it's becoming a little bit easier to do. So by February 5th, as an organization, we'll be 100% transitioned to uh, using our own employees to deliver medications. Wow. That's something really to look forward to, I'm sure, on that. Now, let's segue in here, guys. For long-term care facilities, for them, why is it especially important that a pharmacy is a true partner? And, and I might add, what should facilities be looking for in their partners so that they know that this is the true partner and the aspects that are needed with it? Bert, let's go to you first on that. I mean, I, I would say the impact of all this is is going back to that trust factor, right? That partnership, knowing that when, when you send something through, whether it's electronic order or fax, however we're getting our orders, that if, if those orders are coming in, that they're going out promptly. They're going out on time. They're going out complete. Uh, knowing that if they need something immediately, that they either can go into the Omni cells that we provide or that we're going to send a stat medication out to them. Uh, I, I think the confidence in knowing that med availability, that we're going to do everything within our power to make sure that our customers, residents get those medications that they need, that to me is this operational excellence. And I think we've done a fantastic job with it. If, if we look quarter after quarter with our, our satisfaction results, the med availability piece keeps on getting higher and higher and higher with the overall satisfaction. Every survey that we take throughout Omnicare, we, we've had improvements for the past three years now where our customers are telling us that they are seeing that, that they have more confidence in what we're doing. Uh, and it's it's been fantastic. I think the, the metrics that we've put in place are measuring the right things and, and helping us achieve our goals to get those medications out the door. Great. Scott, what's your way of, of helping facilities know whether they're really having a true partner with their pharmacy? Yeah, I mean, it, it starts with operational excellence, right? It's if they don't have the medications they need, then nothing else we do matters, right? But it also has to be at all their levels as well. So the clinical partnership, right? We've got a team of hundreds of consultant pharmacists that just do an incredible job in making sure patients are on the appropriate medication therapies, um, the appropriate diagnoses, you know, checking from a, a, a legal and regulatory perspective, um, financial partnership, right? So there's what you pay for the drugs and there's also the drugs you pay for. And we help our customers manage both of those pieces as well. Um, and then like, you know, like we've been talking about that operational piece, being able to rely on your pharmacy, regardless of the circumstances, you know, it makes me kind of think of recently we had these hurricanes ripping through the state of Florida. And as a, as a company, we were able to move 
work from one pharmacy to another to another to make sure that we cover the entire state of Florida throughout those hurricanes. And, you know, I live in the Northeast, so we're ready to do the same thing when we're starting to get these uh, nor'easters that are going to start rolling through here soon as well. So it has to be, pharmacy has to be reliable and be able to deliver that consistency, rain or shine. Well, Scott, Bert, thanks for some great insights. I don't think any of us will think of operational excellence the same way again. And that's a very good thing, frankly. We've been speaking with Scott Noakes and Bert Ganella of Omnicare. I want to thank you guys very much again for a great discussion. And I want to thank you for listening to this edition of the McKnight's Long-Term Care News Market Leaders Podcast. We look forward to seeing you again. I'm Jim Berklin, wishing you good health and outstanding days ahead. 